Hey guys, welcome to episode nine of the NeoWin podcast. I'm Rich Woods. And I'm Jean Carrascaida. How was your and... week this week? <laughs> we talked a little bit about it, but you know, tell me how your, how your week went. Yeah, it was not. I, I mean, after Wednesday, things got a little easier, but the first yeah. two days were really messed up. Some stuff happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a tough week this week, right? Because you were down Monday and Tuesday, you know. Um, <laughs> And I, I just, I, I had a, a lot of stuff. Like, like my, my wife graduated with her master's on Sunday. Uh, one of my best friends had a, had a baby, his first baby, on on uh, Wednesday morning. So, so I was at the hospital on Wednesday. That's why I wasn't online when the when the new Windows 10 build came out. Then yesterday was a holiday. So plus Monday and Tuesday you were down. Like it was just, it was just <laughs> a tough week, you know. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, you were not. <laughs> a lot of stuff went on this week, you know, some of it good, some of it bad, but, you know, um, we have some bad news about the NeoWin podcasts. Um, it, it, it's going to end now because Microsoft... Well, <laughs> we have to kill the segment about where is 19H2. So... <laughs> it's, it's gone. Uh, it's, we, uh, we can't yeah. do it. Um, but yeah, so, so Microsoft released the first... Windows 10 19H2 build, which is 18362.10,000. That is a big jump. It is a big uh, jump. <laughs> you know, you know. once I was writing it, it was, you know, just a fun anecdote about how stupid I am. Uh, <laughs> like two years ago, I was writing an article, right? And th there was some RTM cumulative update that they came out with, and it was like dot five. And for some reason, my my brain forgot that they're not using like the normal decimal system, you know that 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 dot ten thousand is higher than dot five, you know. <laughs> I'm like I'm like they're gonna run out of numbers. <laughs> and and uh, Andy was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> but yeah, so so they um. They released it to the slow ring as expected. It's a, the update is going to be a cumulative update as expected. Uh, they they wrote two articles about it, which was an article about how the update will be delivered and an article uh, announcing the build. Uh, no new features in in this build. Uh, prob uh, minimal features in the update in general. They said uh, um, they said quality and and the select performance improvements, enterprise features, and quality enhancements are what we're getting in 19H2. So that's it. They didn't announce any known issues either. Yeah, it's, it's not really surprising. We already kind of knew with the way things were going. It had to be a small update. Yeah. But yeah, so at least they finally clarified things. So that's it's yeah. about time. Well, as, as we... As we've talked about on the show a few times before, Xbox Insiders have been testing 19H2 for months. Um, but that's been a cumulative update. So we we knew it was going to be a cumulative update, although theirs is .7,000, while this is .10,000. But um, you know what, what? what's interesting, actually, is that if you follow the Windows 10 build numbers, the Xbox Insider program has always provided a ton of insight um, into, into Windows 10 build numbers. Like, you can tell... Um, that it builds RTM because they're servicing it already in the, in the Xbox Insider program, and uh, I think a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah, it's uh, they have a sort of different faster cycle, I guess, on the Xbox or something like that. They yeah. they kind of right right get there so, faster. So, so. 
Right. Exactly. Well, well, well. They do. They do. Um, sometimes they do monthly feature updates. So, so, you know, they they also don't use the same version numbers as Windows. So, like nineteen oh three would was actually nineteen oh four. But then they had nineteen oh five, nineteen oh six, and now nineteen oh seven is coming this month. And um, so, so when we're not sure if, say, the nineteen oh three build is RTM. Xbox insiders are already testing 1905 in 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 the alpha ring and you can see that 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 is 18362 dot something else and and so obviously 18362 was RTM for you know it's it's always provided a lot of a lot of insights for for build numbers and I've always looked to that yeah i i was when i found that out that the new builds on the Xbox inside the program or still 19 18 360 i actually went back to see how things work because i i never really paid too much attention to the build numbers on the xbox development cycle yeah and i just went back to see if they they just update the build number at the end of the cycle or if this is actually an indication of what was happening and it turns out it was they're actually just no, it's always has <laughs> yeah and it's funny because uh uh zach bowden from windows central is actually the one that pointed this out to me back at build and um, I'm like, so what do you think 1982 is going to be? Oh, it's going to be a cumulative update. Why do you, I said, why do you, Xbox insiders are getting cumulative updates, so it must be. You know, it's, 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 it was right in front of us. And uh, Microsoft didn't tell us anything that, 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 you know, that we couldn't have known. You know, it's targeted for September. Uh, 30 months of support for enterprise and education SKUs. Regular 18 months of support for home and pro customers. Um, I don't know what took them so long, though. Yeah, it's, it's a cumulative update. <laughs> exactly. You think, you know, th there's no known issues, there's nothing new. What's the holdup here? Yeah, and as we've mentioned on the show many times before, um, they said spring, they missed the deadline. And um, really, because this is a service pack, it's all it is. You know, Microsoft doesn't want to call it a service pack, but that that's what it is. It's it's R two. It's SP one. It's nineteen oh three SP one. You know, it's it's th that's all it is, and and it's fine. You know, um, they won't they won't commit to um, doing H two updates like this. You know, but, going forward. Yeah. Do Do you think they should? That's something I I, will, I was interested in talking that about. That they that they should it, do it this way, or that they yeah. should commit to it right now. Do Do you think? Yeah. Th that they should do it this way. Yes, they're never going to yes. commit to anything. No, no, they won't. <laughs> and, and a lot of people will criticize them. So, so their statement was: given the scope of the 19H2 release, we're taking the opportunity to try something new in an effort to continue to improve the Windows 10 update experience. This may provide us future flexibility to offer a balanced range of Windows 10 feature update delivery methods, including OS swaps, as as well as servicing technology like the monthly update process. And by the way, that that was a, that was a big selling point that they that they said was, was that that you're going to be able to update so fast because it's delivered like a monthly update. Um, yeah. Do you think that they that they should should continue to do this? I I do think so, uh, and this is uh, a kind of a change of stance for me because I was very supportive of the twice a year release cycles with those big feature updates. And when they announced it, 
but but I like updates. I, but I'm a, a weird person in that regard. No yeah. one likes no one likes no. to update. The regular person does not like updates at all on their PC. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and yeah, they don't like having a reboot. Um, but um, it's also I think that that Windows or desktop operating systems in general are mature, and we don't actually need new features. You know, you, you don't look at Windows and say, man, I wish it had this. And, um, like, like, what was your favorite 1903 feature? Uh, that is a good question. <laughs> or 1809 or 1803. Like, can you, can you name one? 1709 for me was OneDrive Files on Demand, I can tell you that. Yeah, 1607, 1607 had a ton of, of inking features, which are great. Um, but it's dark like, mode, right? Dark and dark mode, of course, yes. Yeah, Sixteen oh seven was a great update. Now that you mention it, <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, but, but but like like that. That's the thing. We don't we don't need two feature updates a year. Um, Apple and Google on all of their platforms, they do one one big update a year. So why why would Microsoft push for two feature updates, uh, two major feature updates a year? Um, on, a, on a legacy desktop operating system, you know, how yeah. we've used our PCs really hasn't changed over the years. And I, and I know um, Microsoft will argue to death about this, but really, um, for, for years, you're, you're using Windows to open apps through the start menu, and you're using those apps, right? The apps have gotten better, tabbed browsing over the years, you know, broadband internet has, has opened up new possibilities, but... Ultimately, that's what we're doing. And, um, you know, like Microsoft would love to say like, oh, but we have inking and we have, you know, all this stuff. Like, Very few people actually use inking on PCs. P very few people use pens. That's that's true. The, there hasn't been a significant shift. And very few people talk to their PCs and use Cortana. That's why Cortana hasn't been able to take off in any meaningful way because... People want to use the voice assistant that's in their phone, not the one that's on their PC. Yeah, that's also true. So, yeah, it's. I think there's also this. If they do keep doing this, it's better in probably every way because it makes feature updates more meaningful. Because right now you're getting these big updates every six months, and yeah. there's not a lot that justifies it for most people. Right. And you know, for people like me, or not many, but if you do like updates, there's even inside the program, and that's what that's for. It, it, yeah, it, true. You, sh you shouldn't force everyone, and when most people don't like updates, you don't you don't have to have those people update every six months. So this so, is better. Here's an interesting thing, right? If it, and what 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 because if you're a home and pro customer, you get 18 months of support, right? And uh, I believe last week we talked about how. Um, 1803, uh, 1803 users are going to start getting force upgraded to 1903 soon, right? Did yeah, we talk about yeah. that last? Week? Yeah, because yeah, because, you mentioned that. yeah, because 1803 is in its last six months of support, and therefore, um, it's it's time for them to force you to move on. So, the same thing should happen with 19H2, or it'll be called 1909 at some point, and um. That means that if you're if you're on 1809, they're gonna force upgrade you to 1909, and so basically you can put yourself on a on a yearly upgrade cycle now, 
And what you can do is you can choose that that big feature update in the spring, or you can choose the the more stable release in the fall. And so, if you force upgrade your machine when this comes out next year, if they do this next year with 20H2, that's the one that Microsoft's going to push you to. Whereas right now, because a lot of people are still on 1803, they're going to push everyone, push all those people in 1903. And then in another year, they're going to push you to 2003. You see what I'm saying? Is this making yeah. sense? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. So. Yeah. yeah. So if you like the stable release, force upgrade your machine when this comes out. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you can just choose between this more stable cycle when you get updated in the later half of the, in the second half of the year. Or if you want to get to the new features f faster, you can just right. get, stay in the, in the first half of the yeah. year or if you want you can just update every six months if, if you're into that of course but of course of course which is what we'll do uh naturally <laughs> yeah. you know I, I i assume that this is still going to roll out the same way that that 1903 did with uh with the download and install option and then they they push you i mean they haven't said anything different and they did say this is how feature updates are rolling out from now on and they're doing it with um a lot of cumulative updates as well, the the optional ones. So so this should roll out the same way. Uh, I do under I understand why they're not confirming it though, um, because this is something completely new. Uh, they've never rolled out a feature update this way. So so what that what they're doing is is they're they're not making promises when they're not hundred percent sure that they're going to deliver. They're gonna get, they're gonna collect feedback. They're gonna they're gonna see if people like it. If if people rise up and they say, "Hey, I wish I want my big two feature updates a year." Where are they? Then they might change it back. Yeah, and that's what they should do because it's it's better. It's probably better to stay quiet and for a while, considering how far away we are from you know when that's gonna be relevant, yeah. than to promise something now that they have no idea if they're gonna keep up with. Right. Right. So. And. Um, you know, this is a company that has has no idea. Of, you know, they they don't understand their users. <laughs> you know? <Yeah>. <laughs> they really don't. They don't understand that. Like to 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 come out in 2015 and and say, hey, here's Windows 10. It's Windows as a service. You're gonna love it. We take care of updates for you. You get two big updates a year with new features. Like no one wanted that. You know, <laughs> no one wanted that. But yeah, uh, they, there it was. Yeah, they. they I think that might have had to do with also keeping Windows Phone updated, which people expect from mobile systems, and they were trying to like make it one thing. But yeah, but you know what though, people expect um, yearly updates for smartphone operating systems. You know, yeah. yeah, Apple is every fall. Um, Google is every summer or what, August or so. Uh, yeah, August. The, and yeah, that's true. I don't know if Microsoft thought they'd be ahead of the game by updating more often, or if they, I don't know. I think that they th they thought that that people love being delighted by new features, and they <laughs> they thought uh, that's what I think they thought. Yeah, but they aren't. No, 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 no one. <laughs> no one. Yeah, yeah, so that didn't go as they wanted to. But I th I do hope they continue doing this for future H2 updates. I think that's the best for the vast majority of people. I'll just stay in the fast ring with one of my machines. Yeah. And, and that, so I'll be happy either way, right? So it's important to cater to the actual real-life users. You know what's, what 
the thing is, if they uh, if they don't continue to do this, then that that pretty much says that that Windows was in such a bad state that they had to take a break from regular feature updates to do just one update that focuses on quality. That's that's one way to look at it. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. I mean, eighteen oh nine was terrible. That was not a good. So. 18, no, eighteen was good. All right, I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> it, it, it had it had a major major bug that affected a very tiny amount of people, right? Which was your files getting getting deleted. But if you weren't one of those people, it was a good update. I yeah. I, I I updated many machines. I had no problems with it. Eighteen oh three, I thought was far worse. And, yeah, we've talked about that before. Yeah, we have. <laughs> we have. <laughs> but yeah, it's happening a lot. And and I guess this is one of the things that the, this is a change, I'm sure, as a result of of um 1809 and 1803. Yeah. Yeah, this and, was and, supposed to be about about um about bringing the the new Windows core to Azure where um 20H1 they were, they were going to update the the core so um they put all of their work into that because Azure's still using like 1607 or something. Uh, and that was Mary Jo Foley's story a while back. So if that's really what it's all about, they, they also don't need to, to do this going forward. Although I still think they should. Yeah, that I, I do think they should. If regardless of what the reason was, I think this is the best approach Yeah, for just about everyone, because as long as you have the fast stream testing, the next feature update insiders don't still have that, excitement if you can call it that for the new features coming next year so yeah i, I think this is a solid uh, a, a good choice for the for the delivery system going forward i do hope they keep that up yeah yeah it's good and i think people are going to embrace it um yeah. as I'm much actually, as they can yeah i actually put my main machine on the slow ring now just it's a service pack, so who cares, man? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's great. Um, there's no known issues right now, although I'm sure there will be known issues at some point. Um, you know, what? one other thing that I wanted to point out was that, that 1903 and 1909 will be supported side by side. And um, I don't know if a lot of people realize that because it, it appears as a, as a cumulative update because they're only increasing the minor build number. But that doesn't mean that we're not still going to get cumulative updates on 1903. For people that don't go straight to 1909, yeah, then that's why the the minor build number increased so so much. much. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. ten because in the, yeah in the eighteen months that 1903 is going to be supported, it's not never get going to get to ten thousand right. in the minor build number. So right, and it's eighteen months for everybody because the spring update um, gets eighteen months of support. The fall update gets thirty months for enterprise and education. So yeah. All right, that's 19H2. Um, anything else you want to add about 19H2? Uh, no, not really. I'm just oh, glad yeah. they're doing this. I think this is a good <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a good thing. Uh, let's talk about Huawei. They may or may not be allowed to purchase U.S. <laughs> products now. Um, I don't know, man. I, you know, it's so, so it was reported that... that um, uh, the president said that that Huawei will be able to purchase stuff from U.S. companies again. Yep. And um, About time. <laughs> yeah, and then and then apparently the Department of Commerce is saying like maybe not. Um, 
you know, it, it is a bad time if if true. <laughs> yeah. It's a little confusing. It is. The whole situation's just messed up. I don't I don't it's even we don't even know why this why this needs to be happening because it's completely yeah. arbitrary. They yeah. say it's security, but it's Right, exactly. So, so either way, whether they're allowed to or not, Trump said that that they can, um, and he said that at the at the G twenty summit, and it's almost like there was no security concern at all. You know, if um, if if he says that it's all right, it's almost like you know what, it re- they really are just caught in the middle of of his trade war. Yeah, that's that's that has to be it. Nothing has changed. I, Huawei hasn't right. really done anything different, so it can't be security. Right. Right. No. Well. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they they've never proven anything. Um, you yeah. know, so someone pointed out that that, that um, uh, Huawei may have taken some subsidies from the Chinese government or something, but Amazon pays zero dollars in taxes to the to the U.S. government. You know, like, like this stuff kind of happens. Um, you know, to, I mean, Ch- to, Huawei's like the big company of China. They're, they're, you know, they're a big part of the Chinese economy. So if you want to go to war with China, a trade war with China, you, you go after Huawei. And uh, it's a real shame. It's a real yeah, shame. This, tra- this trade war is complicated. I wrote another article about how companies are moving their manufacturing out of China, too. Oh yeah, because yeah, because of that instability. Even if the even if this is if Huawei is not allowed to to buy stuff, companies are scared because the the fact that this happens. Of course they are. Of course <laughs> they are because because China, as far as I know, hasn't retaliated yet, and they can, you know. Yeah, it's this is just a mess. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I I don't really know what to say. I'm not a, an expert on foreign politics. Neither am I. <laughs> in any way, but uh, it's just messed up. I do hope things get back on track sooner rather than later, and that damage can still be controlled. Because yeah, yeah, it's bad for Huawei, and it's bad for the American companies that sell them parts. Um, you know, before all this happened, right? Huawei couldn't get into the United States uh, with phones, and I think the reason provided is that, is that Qualcomm actually kind of owns. The U.S. market for 4G LTE. Um, if you make a phone that's 4G LTE and you want it to be sold in the United States, it almost always has to have a Qualcomm modem in it. And um, even like, like the Samsung Galaxy S6, when they didn't use Qualcomm chipsets, it had Qualcomm modems. Oh. And uh, yeah, and Huawei obviously uses its own custom stuff. They use their own chipsets. They use their own modems. And um, but still, if you wanted a, a Huawei laptop. You could buy that here, and it's it's kind of, you know, you're using off-the-shelf parts from American companies, and that wasn't deemed a security threat, whatever it, whatever they're calling it, and um, yeah. it was really just their their own phones with their own custom hardware, and and now they're just pushing everything out for some reason, which um, it's just crap. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I think it's you know. Aside from the trade, it's about it's about five G. It's about it's about wanting the five G networks to be built um, off of non-Chinese companies. Yeah, so you push those companies out. Yeah, they just don't win the race. But that's that. 
I don't know. Is it is that a valid way to fight to to win? You just... No. <laughs> no, the best way to win is to make better products, but apparently we can't do that. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, that is that's terrible. Well, um, yeah, I, I just when um, the Vodafone, Vodafone, or, or however you say that in English, announced 5G in the UK this week. I also wrote that, and I just yeah. they have the 5G router that router router. I don't know. Router. It's made by Huawei. Yeah, and I just. It's, it's irrelevant. I just I just wrote that it's made by Huawei in the article just because just to remind people that Huawei is still doing 5G stuff. <laughs> yeah, that, that outside of the US, people aren't scared of Huawei for some reason. You know, it's almost like we made up a security concern about them. Yeah, I just I just added that just so people would know that Huawei is still doing it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next next segment. Windows Phone is dead. <laughs> again still. again you know so do you know that that michael gillette um i don't know if people listening know who michael gillette is you should follow him if you don't but but uh he has a page called called days since windows phone is dead articles because you remember like a while back it would be like every day someone would write windows phone is dead for some new reason and and um I, I went to his page and it says zero days since Windows Phone is dead article. This is like a month <laughs> ago. And I'm like, you you know, it's, it seems to be stuck on zero. He goes, oh, yeah, it's just hard coded to say zero. <laughs> <laughs> At this point. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so Windows Phone 8.x and Windows 8 uh, no longer get app updates uh, as of July 1st. The store should be shut down. Uh, completely. So you shouldn't be able to get apps from the store at all, really. And um, that means that if you're on Windows Phone 8.1, there is no way to get to Windows 10 Mobile because you needed an app from the store for that. Um, when I checked, when I wrote the article, the, the, the store was still working, so you could still get that app. So you still get app updates on your phone if you're on Windows 10 Mobile. However... Um, you know, obviously Windows 10 Mobile only went up to version 1709. So, so apps targeting uh, your build of Windows are are going away soon anyway. Yeah. So it's it's dead. Everyone knows. Yeah. It's dead. It's, yeah. <laughs> Windows 8, by the way, you did need to get to Windows 8.1 through the store, and though uh, Microsoft confirmed that that. While you can't use the, the store for apps, you can use it to upgrade to Windows 8.1 still. So that's good. Yeah, that's that's positive. And from there, you can still update from to Windows 10 if you get the update assistant, right? So. Right. Well, I don't. I don't. Uh, it's probably not a free upgrade, though. Yeah, right. I, if it's free upgrade or not. <laughs> yeah, they they had that thing. This was just one year, but then if you had the accessibility. Whatever it was, right. you could still get that separate update. And I think that's I don't over. Know. Yeah, I um, think that's over as well. So. If you have a retail product key for Windows 7 or 8 or 8 or 8.1, those will work to get you Windows 10. Oh, they will? Uh, I don't know. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've used it. And so, yeah, so if you have a retail key, um, you could just punch in that key into the Microsoft Store and, and it'll it'll activate your Windows, Windows 10. It's great. Oh, that's great. good. Yeah, yeah, I bought Windows 8 when when it was like when it first came out. It was like thirty or forty bucks for for Windows 8 Pro, and I bought it. So that's actually not expensive for the Pro. 
Yeah, they they always do these these kinds of deals when it when it first comes out, you know, try, to try to push people to upgrade. So, Windows Phone is dead. Um, yeah. What else is new? <laughs> yeah. So you know, if you upgraded your your Windows Phone to Windows Ten Mobile, um, if you have a Lumia nine forty or nine forty XL, you are nine fifty. What? <laughs> is it is that nine forty? That doesn't sound right. 640. Did I oh, say, okay. Did I say 940? <laughs> yeah, I think oh, you did. <laughs> Lumia 640 or 640XL. Um, the latest version you got was 1703, so you're on build 15063. Um, if you're on literally any other phone, uh, the latest builds you got was 14393. So new apps going into the store generally, I and mean, you can set your own target, but but the minimum is usually 15063, I think. Um the apps I put in the store recently, <laughs> talking 15063. Um, so you might not get many app updates anyway, but uh, you know you really should be moving on at this point. Yeah. It's, it by the way, if you look for someone to move on yeah. to, Huawei makes great phones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're great. But it's, they are phenomenal. <laughs> um, oh. It's always a valid option if you're not in the US. When do you think was the first sign that we should have seen that that Windows Phone was dying? <laughs> oh wow, there, there were a lot you of know, signs. I, I asked this question because because for so long, a lot of us just um, we we hung to these delusions, right? <laughs> for for <laughs> probably into, well into 2016 when HP was coming out with the Elite X3 and and that was the super phone and and. You know, Microsoft wouldn't be distributing this to, to big partners like HP unless it, unless they had a future plan. You know, and and um, obviously that, that was the end. You know, for me, uh, I had the 640, and I felt like once we started adding it to 1703, and nothing really new was being added, I found like I think that's when I found you know that things are just going not going anywhere, and so. I would say long before 1703, I, I we, we, what, what I say is that the signs that we should have seen, um, I, I would say, say one, um, when they, when they first released windows 10 mobile in, on March 17th, 2016, and <laughs> they, I don't, I don't forget that date. And they, they, they announced the phones that, that it was going to be delivered to. Because remember, they had originally said all Windows Phone 8.1 devices. And then the day of the release, they said, here's the devices that are going to get it. Yeah, Not the day before. It, it was crazy. And, and it's like, the, and it was a big middle finger to anybody who had a Windows Phone. And, and it was crazy. Mm, it um, was just terrible. You can, I said this last time. You can't, you can't do that. You can't. No. You no. can't give people betas, let them try, and then just say, yeah. oh, you can't get the final version. You know? yeah. yeah, and and but if they are, because I, I get it, you know, insider previews are previews, and things are subject to change. But you don't do that on the day of the release. And people were waiting for this release. This was 15.11, you know. Um, it shipped to PCs in, in November 2015. And the, the Lumia 950 and 950 XL shipped in November 2015 with Windows 10 Mobile. The upgrade didn't come for existing phones until March. So they, they had 
four months where they were sitting on this update and they were just servicing it because it wasn't good enough because they never put that kind of effort into mobile um, to make it good enough on day one like they would for PCs. Yeah, the, the whole situation was just a mess. It was a mess. But before that, I'd say going back a year before that, was that like, you remember in September 2014 at IFA, they, they announced the Lumia 830 and they called it the affordable flagship. And that March, I was at, I was at Mobile World Congress, or was it late February, whenever it was, and um, when they were announcing the 640 and the 640XL. And I remember seeing people with Lumia 830s People that would normally have a flagship phone, but there was no flagship phone to buy. Yeah. And um, it just it was just really weird. People using a Snapdragon 400 device as their flagship. And, and like you could kind of see like something is wrong with this market right now. And that, that should have been one of our first signs was that something is wrong with this market right now. And we all assumed, obviously, that, that the market is going to turn around. Um, that, that Microsoft has something big planned, you know, Windows 10 is coming and they're going to launch big flagship devices and those flagship devices end up being lame, you know, plastic, <laughs> dull looking devices with subpar OLED displays. Um, I say subpar cause like if you had a 930, that was a nice OLED display, but. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I didn't realize that the displays on the 950 were bad. That, I was actually bad. They weren't bad, but they, I didn't. They, they didn't feel like flagship quality to me. I, uh, like you put it next to the nine thirty, and the nine thirty was so much nicer to look at. You know, with the curved glass and and it was a little glossier. It was just it was it was it was nicer. I I am gonna take your word for it because I, uh, I yeah. Um, but yeah, that. I thought they were nice phones when they announced it, but people, even at when they were announced, the 950, 950XL, people were skeptical because of how quickly they got Windows Phone out of the way on that day, because it was just like 15 minutes <laughs> to uh, to announce the 550. Uh, I mean, the 550 was just like a sentence. We also have the 550. It, yeah, yeah. Like, the 950 also was, was like, it was only like a couple minutes, and <laughs> that was a great event. I'm, la I'm <laughs> laughing thinking about it. Pana Panos Panay was like, two antennas. Why would we do that? Why would we do that? <laughs> yeah. I remember that. And I remember being sort of impressed. I don't know if I was just easy to impress, you know. Yeah, two antennas, it, that's it, cool. It, <laughs> it's because Panos is such a good presenter. Yeah, he is. He it's, is you know, it's it's like at an Apple event where 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 you kind of watch the event and you're like, wow, this looks really cool. And then you know, you sit back and think about it, like, wait, they didn't even really do anything exciting. <laughs> <laughs> but but he, he's such a good presenter. He, he's he's able to talk about things and make you want them. And, yeah, uh, he is. He is. You know, it was very brief for the for those three phones. And and by the way, the, the main reason it was brief is because it didn't come from the Surface team. Um, it it came from what was left of Nokia, right? And, um, I don't think Panos was happy with the products. Uh, you know, I, I I thought they were fine as far you know you, you had the Mozo cases, and I, I remember at at the event um, trying to to ask people like, look, you have these beautiful Mozo cases, um, and you're coming out and saying Mozo is the official accessory partner for these devices. And I'm like, why didn't you just make the phone that way? <laughs> you know? Rather than saying, like, here's our, 
here's our ugly phone. I almost said something different. Uh, I'd say, here's our ugly phone. But you can make it nice if you buy something from these other people. Um, yeah. It could have just made a nice phone. Yeah, just, just buy part the cases from them yourself and, like, ship them like that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, but, again, the 930 and the 830 were beautiful devices. They had the, the metal frame. Um, the, the And plus, Nokia devices were nice. Uh, the, the different colors, like e even when you had an all plastic Nokia phone, they made it look premium. And um, it did. And I, I particularly like the ones with the, the metal frames, the 830 and the 930, though. And um, but they, they were beautiful. I, like no one else has been able to make a phone with a bright green back and make it look as beautiful as a 930 or an 830. Yeah, that's true. Oh. No Nokia had a very strong design identity. Yeah, their, they, they really did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like and, the, the, uh, the yellow Lumia 1020, uh, the the Cyan 920, it's beautiful phones. Beautiful. Yeah, they, they they worked somehow. Yeah, if, if you see phones with those colors nowadays, most of them are kind of. Eh. And look at the colors of yeah, iPhone 10R, for example. That's eh. yeah, but I, uh, I don't like the colors that Apple uses. And we talked about this last week. <laughs> we talked about Johnny Ive leaving. You know, they they're just they're too like. Uh, I don't know, pastel, is that the word I'm looking for? Maybe. Um, I'm not sure how to define I I, I, I get what you mean, but I don't, I don't know how to define it either. You know, like, like the Nokia colors were were kind of vibrant, uh, maybe bold yeah. is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. And, and I don't feel that way about, about Apple's stuff. Um, yeah. And I they, they were nice. Yeah, they were very nice. I, I didn't have, the only one I had was the 820, and that was black, so yeah. it wasn't, but but they did have a very uh, strong design identity. I, I, I have at that... least twelve Lumias. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I have I, I have so many. I have. Let me see. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to go through the list. I've I have four five hundred series, like the five twenty, five thirty, five thirty five, and five fifty, six thirty five, six fifty, um, eight thirty, nine thirty. I have I have a bunch, uh, and they're awesome. Yeah, they're beautiful devices. It's so sad, and it was so sad that what like seeing the the nine like the nine fifty was supposed to be the phone for the fans, um, and and they they didn't they really didn't deliver on that. Yeah, and they they weren't excited about it, and I think that's a big problem. If you if you have a bunch of people that are excited for a product, and then you announce a product that's for them, but you're not excited about it, then right. it doesn't really work. So, yeah. yeah. So we're way off topic. The, the, <laughs> yeah. nine, the 950 has nothing to do with the Windows Phone 8 store closing down. <laughs> Windows Phone always does it. We always get carried away. We can. As, as I, 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 saw, I put it on the list. and I, I will be able to talk about that for a while. <laughs> yeah. it's just, it's just, it's, to, me, to me, like the whole story is so interesting because it was really just such a long downfall. And for a long time, we... we we all kind of thought that that Microsoft had something bigger planned, that they're they're kind of killing it so it can be reborn, um, and just none of that happened. And then, so, by the way, there were plans there at some points. Um, I remember reading a comment on on Windows Central once, and this guy talked about it like it was a religion, like he actually talked about it like it was it was a religion, um, that about how there's going to be some grant that Microsoft has a grand scheme and people that stayed faithful will be rewarded for their efforts. Oh, and that's it's like Jason Ward, yeah. right? He's the one who writes that those editorials. 
He writes the yeah. editorials. Yeah, but but yeah. it was a comment and and but the, but this was a comment though. And um Oh, it was actual okay. Yeah, yeah. So but it it was like it was like a religion. And and I'm I remember reading this like, no, dude. Um <laughs> here's the thing, right? Um Windows 10 Mobile is in a really sorry state in 2016. And if you think that that Microsoft is 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 gonna come back with their big thing in 2018. They're gonna have Surface Phone, and they're gonna have this amazing platform. Um, you're still wasting two years. There's no reward for staying with that. Um, yeah. You know, you know. Uh, I, I say two years because because you know, cell phone contracts were two years, and I, I think the upgrade cycle is usually about two years. So if you bought an Android phone, you use that for two years, and then you went back to Microsoft's new amazing Windows Phone platform. You didn't miss out on anything. There's no reward for staying with that. Uh, that is true. Even <laughs> and actually, that's my, that was my mentality. In 2017, I bought the Nokia 5, and I was I was still kind of hoping Microsoft would do something. So I was like, you know, in a couple of years, if they do do that, I'll just you know jump on Windows Phone again. Yeah. So there was really no reason to stay with Windows Phone if in 27. 2016, even then it was, but 2017 for sure there was no reason to, to have a Windows phone. So I got Android, and I was, you know, I was still hopeful, but I was I wasn't going to stay with that platform for the for that time. Yeah. So you know, I know a lot of normies that that have had Windows phones. It's weird uh, talking to people who uh, like, oh yeah, Windows phones. I, I had a Nokia years ago. It was great. And I said, I said, which one do you have? I don't know, the big one. And <laughs> but they they like I loved it. I said, well, why didn't you get another Windows phone? I don't know. And, <laughs> and, and it's just it's just just you know that like they they had their chance to to keep these guys around, add more, and and they didn't take it. So yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just That's a lot Windows of bad phone. decisions. Yeah. I think our next conversation about this is in December, and that should be our final one. Um, you never, you never know. You, you never, never know. know. You never know when the next Windows Phone is dead. Story is going to come up, but but it should be like in de December. I believe it's December tenth is the final end of support for uh, Windows Ten Mobile version seventeen oh nine, and that should be it. Um, then we'll just see stuff about Andromeda being dead and whatever. Yeah, but this this is the end of the line for uh, Windows Phone. 8.x devices because remember um those those 1703 devices are not supported anymore uh which was as of i think the second week of june so yeah that's it it's all it's all devices that shipped with windows 10 mobile yeah it's basically just the 950 550 and 650 now no there's, there's more still... i mean there's a bunch of third-party devices that uh that shipped with windows 10 mobile that are still well. I mean, obviously, like the HP Elite X3, the Alcatel, um, and there were a bunch of small. There, um, Vio made one. Um, th there were a bunch of small companies that made um, phones for Windows 10 Mobile. Um, Acer made one, but remember that that never got supported. That never even got the anniversary update, and, and no one really knows why. Yeah, what was up with that? I don't remember. That was the what is it yeah. called again? I don't even remember. Uh, Jade Primo or something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Why did they make that? I don't know. Acer phones are know. trash usually. They <laughs> they rarely make them, but I think they're all I terrible. I don't know if I've ever I've ever used an Acer phone. Um, 
Yeah, so Windows 10 18932, that's 20H1. Tell us about that, because I was at the hospital meeting my friend's baby. <laughs> I was Even I was caught by surprise, because this thing came out at 9 a.m. Uh, Pacific time instead of the usual 10 a.m. So yes. <laughs> I, just, I just happened to open Twitter, and there was a tweet about it 30 minutes ago. What? <laughs> so I just had I to... You, though, I, I was at the hospital... Right. And, and like five minutes to 12 or, or well, 12 Pacific or 9 a.m. Uh, and 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 Eastern. And yeah. I, I I messaged somebody on the Windows Insider team. I'm like, hey, are we getting a build at, at 10 a.m. today? Because I'm at the hospital. Uh, my friend just had a baby and it would be really helpful if you could let me know. Because I remember like you were gone Monday and Tuesday. I didn't know if you were around either. And like, <laughs> actually, we're flighting in eight minutes. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. So tell yeah, us about it. Yeah. So probably the biggest build we've had so far. Still not very big, but uh, it's got some improvements for eye control. So it's been a while since they've talked about eye control in Windows 10 builds. I think. Right. Yeah. This. Uh, I don't know if it was on the launch version of Windows 10 or if it was in a later update, but they added support for eye trackers like Toby and, and stuff like that. And now they're improving it. There's drag and drop improvements, pause improve, and I don't know any of this. So <laughs> if you use eye trackers, I'm sure you'll know what all this means, but they've improved that and that comes you know in a timely manner because a couple of weeks ago they had those eye control games on the microsoft store and they released those so it kind of aligns with that i guess yeah. other accessibility stuff uh, the magnifier now supports dark theme so that's nice and then notification settings have improved as well so this was actually hidden in a previous build. I think Steve wrote about it. Oh, yes. So, so some people got it uh, with 18.922 but or 9.17, maybe. And yeah, now it's apparently available for everyone. So there's a new little gear icon on notifications and a bunch of stuff. You can mute sounds for notifications. For all of yes. them at once. So, 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 like, like, um, pretty much every other platform that delivers notifications, and like every other platform has done for years, um, you you can you can change the settings from an app from from the notification. Like you know how on Android, um, you if you get a notification, you could slide it over a little bit. There's there's a little settings icon. You tap it, and it, it'll take you to notifications for that app. Yeah. And uh, so you do that Windows now, which is great. Yeah, it's about, I guess it's about time. You could already do it from the action center by right clicking. Yeah. Now you can do it from the toasts. That's the, that's really the change here. Yeah. I, I might, I might stop, um, I, I, I might stop turning off all notifications on Windows 10 PCs and, and look into doing this. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I do. Like when I, when I get a new PC, that's, that's one of the part of my routine is I just shut off all notifications that come in because I'm, not interested. You know, most notifications are awful. Um, <laughs> they, they really are. You know, um, notification, like, yeah, your phone uh, notifications supported now. That was already out there, though, right? Oh, uh, yeah, that that was, this is just now available for everyone, I think. that's That was the only thing that changed. Notifications are now okay. not out of beta. If, right. I think that's, I think that's the thing. 
and yeah. improved support for phone screen uh, mirroring, which is still only available for mostly Samsung phones and the OnePlus 6 and 6E, so very uh, restricted subset of people. Yeah, I would say. I mean, a lot. Most people have Samsung phones, I guess, but still, I don't know yeah. why this isn't compatible with every Android phone. I don't know what the restriction is there. I don't know. I don't use your phone. Uh, <laughs> I don't use it at all. I do, and I've been so mad with it lately. Yeah, I, I think I told you about this. Um, since I got the Red Magic Three for to review, my mm. I have two phones linked with Windows Ten. But my Nokia 7.1 has actually been completely turned off, and my computer keeps trying to connect to it. it, it if I open, <laughs> I open, I open the Windows phone, the your phone app right now, it still says the Nokia 7.1, even though I I haven't used it in a week and a half. Jeez, <laughs> it's still doing yeah. that. I got a notification saying it's ready to pair with my Nokia 7.1 that I haven't used in a week and a half. <laughs> Wait, you you removed it from the your phone app? No, it's it, it's there because oh. I to remove it you have to go to the to the Microsoft account settings and actually removing from the oh, account. Oh wow! Yeah, you can just remove it from the app. It just keeps trying to connect to whatever you have, even that if sucks. you're not using it. It's, yeah, it just doesn't work. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, here's the thing, right? With uh, for, for me, um, I I do like to be able to text from my PC. If I'm on an Android phone, though, I'm going to use Android messages on the web. And uh, if I'm on an iPhone, there's no way to do that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Except for some third-party thing, like Dell makes one and HP makes one. But uh, your phone doesn't do it. Apple has a real web app problem. I, Apple I is say. A, yeah. They... You know, um, you know for, for, someone, for a company that, that's, that's becoming a services company uh, very quickly, they don't do a lot of web apps. They... Um, mm. You know, like, let's take Amazon, right? Um, if I buy a movie from Amazon and I want to watch on my Windows 10 PC, there's no app for that. So I just go to Amazon.com and I watch it. Um, if you buy a movie from iTunes and you're on a platform that doesn't have iTunes, you can't just go to a browser and watch it. There's no way to do that. Um, and the same thing go, goes for messages. Like, like when are they going to do iMessages for the web? I don't get it why they don't do this. You know. Well, maybe now that they're doing that shift to a more service-based company, they'll yeah. think about it. Just, it. <laughs> it just seems like they're they're very much not focused on web apps, um, and that that's why I mentioned iTunes as well. They they seem more focused on native apps for the platforms that they want to be, and that's a problem because because it's it's hard to be everywhere when you're not used to being everywhere. Yeah, and that it. I don't know if they want to be everywhere because the they're very selective. Like Apple Music is only on. Um, uh, can you use Apple Music on Windows? And I don't even know. Yeah, you can. You got, but that's that's another thing though. You, you like, here's the thing that like they they're splitting up iTunes on Mac OS. They're not splitting it up on Windows. You still have to use this piece of crap. Um, <laughs> it's no really, it's terrible. This bloated app. You still have to use that on Windows. And um, you know what? Like, what would make it a lot easier is if they just made an Apple Music web app. You know, um, and you could just play music through the browser like you can with every other music service out there. Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, every other one has has a web app. Um, you know, they could do the same thing with podcasts. They could do the same. They can make an Apple TV web app, they, but they're not doing that. No, they really just want that 
that ecosystem. It feels like they just really like their ecosystem. Well, they they do, but 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 they're splitting out that ecosystem onto other platforms. You know, you know, um, um, you know, I, I, Apple Music on on Android was big, but also. Now they're bringing iTunes to a bunch of different smart TVs. They're bringing, you know, Samsung, and um, it's coming to others. And it's, from what I understand, it's also coming to to smart um, set top boxes like uh, like Roku. And yeah. so, so you know, you can make things like obviously they they want to be in more places because you know you you can't. Part of being a services company means you have to have services for families and entire households. And there's no entire households that have all Apple products. And if you don't have all Apple products, that service doesn't make sense for your family in any way. So they have to be on those other platforms no matter what. Yeah, it's Apple is weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe they'll work on that. Right now, it's, it is so. a mess. <laughs> So yes, it's, like we were saying, your phone in eighteen nine three two. Yeah, I, I was. I went back to look at the news uh, list we have here, and I was like, "Where the heck did he come from to get to this talk about Apple?" I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it just yeah got got a little off topic there, which you know I don't mind doing once in a while. Um, <laughs> all right, let's, uh, next one. Uh, Microsoft made a hub for all its insider programs. This is a pretty simple one. It's a simple web page. It's just it's a web page with uh, seven different insider programs on there, which is uh, Windows, Office, Skype, Visual Studio Code, Xbox, uh, Edge, and Bing. And um, I actually thought it was a pretty cool idea, and I was surprised that they never thought of it before. Because now, you know, if they add another insider program, they just throw it up on that page. It's it's one central hub for all of them. Yeah, it makes sense, and yeah. it made me realize how many. Inside the programs I'm actually enrolled in because I have all of these <laughs> except Visual Studio Code and Xbox. <laughs> yeah, I'm in all of them except Visual Studio Code. I, I uh, I'm gonna have to get involved in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I need preview features for that though. But yeah, that's pretty. I'm, I'm not, yeah, so it's it's a nice little hub. So. Yeah. All right, Samsung has reportedly fixed the Galaxy Fold. It's about time. It took yeah. a little longer than. I don't know if I mean we talked about this before, and I did say it would probably take a few, a couple of months at least for them yeah. to, yeah, to implement that stuff. But you know, I, I, there were a lot of rumors, uh, you know, during that time that it was already fixed. I think a lot of people already said it, they were getting ready to announce it or something like that. Yeah, there's always a rumor. I didn't believe any of them. Yeah. Don't. Um, so, so the the protective film that was on the screen that people were taking off was breaking the screen. So now that protective film is going to to wrap around the entire screen and flow into the outer bezels, according to Bloomberg. And now people won't be able to take it off. And um, I still think that this that zero units of this phone will ship in 2019. I'm <laughs> I, I have to change my bet on that. Zero units shipped in 2019. Um, I'm not willing to make any bets. <laughs> um, it's it's been complicated. Huawei also delayed their phone, even though they never really announced the launch date. I think, right. but people were expecting it a little earlier, and that's not going to happen. I got to play with the Mate X at a at a Huawei event a couple weeks ago. Oh, 
Yeah, it's very think? cool. <laughs> it is, very it cool. is, right? It is. Yeah, I, I tried it at MWC. It is very nice i it was better than yeah. i thought it would be i mean did I you notice any twenty six hundred dollars but yeah. yeah of course not. gotta start somewhere um did you notice any uh, the a crease when it was flat i didn't see anything when i tried to uh no i don't think so and i i'm guessing that has something to do with with it folding on the outside of the phone yeah because it has this i guess so not as a tight of an angle so it doesn't have to it doesn't have the same impact on the on the film, but yeah. But yeah, I did I did really like it, and I still think they probably have the best idea for a folding phone. I don't I think it's better than the the Galaxy Fold. Yeah, well, my, my problem with the Galaxy Fold is that, it's that tiny display on the outside. That's and, useless. Uh, I, and, right, and I I think that that for for a phone like this to be practical, um, that display on the outside has to be the primary one. Because that extra step to open the, the phone, you really don't want to do that unless you want the bigger screen. Like, like don't expect people to, to always open it up every time they take their phone out of their pocket. Exactly. And I th again, I think we've talked about this in probably yeah. one of the first episodes of this. You don't, yeah. you, it, you don't want to have to open it every time you want to use the phone. Yeah. It, doesn't, it yeah. doesn't make sense because the big screen is for specific use cases and you know, multitasking and stuff. And so, also apparently, though, speaking of the crease, apparently they raised the hinge so that it's flush with the display, and and that should help with the crease in the phone. Let's hope so. <laughs> yeah, and there's no new release date. Um, Samsung is holding its Galaxy Unpacked event on August seventh, and um, apparently the Galaxy Fold will not make an appearance, uh, according to the report from Bloomberg. Which would be awful, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, it would be. Uh, it's it's weird. It, it would be interesting if it was there. Cause it, it should it, be. It should be. Uh -huh. it, it, the phone's so good. We announced it at two different events. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, so Samsung. I feel like Samsung's been very upfront about how much they suck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know when. When when the Galaxy Note Seven was was exploding and catching fire and stuff, um, they came out at the next event and they said, they they said, hey guys, we we screwed up. Thank you for still being here. We really we really appreciate you guys for standing by. Like they 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 were very upfront about what happened, you know. And, and I feel like they're the type of company that that would come out and say say, hey, the Galaxy Fold, it it's. You know, we struggled with it. Here's all the things that we did to make it better. And like, st say front and center, um, all the all those things that they did to make it better. And, and you know, and we're gonna launch it later this year. And and then you know, the press that's there could play with the the new models and and see what's different about it and everything. But uh, that does sound like some something they would do. Yeah. Do you think they'll have another Galaxy Unpacked event just for the phone? Maybe later in the year. I don't know, man. Now, now here's the thing, right? Like, talking <laughs> about it at an event is one thing. Having another event for a phone that was already launched, that seems like going a little bit too far. Probably, yeah. Um, I think they'll just uh, reopen pre-orders at some point and and put out a press release that says, "Hey, we fixed it." Um, maybe they'll talk about it and not show it because I do think they want to say on stage that, you know. 
you don't have to worry about buying this phone. <laughs> this phone that broke in the hands of reviewers because we did all this stuff to fix it. So uh, yeah, that that seems like a thing they could do. Just talk about it, uh, maybe at the end or at the start. No, I know you guys are waiting. We know you guys are waiting for this. Yeah, we, we heard your feedback. We're working on it. We've worked on it, and we'll have news to share later. Something like that. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's probably something they could do. All right, so I'm gonna say March. That's that. That means they're gonna have to go for another processor. They can't release this thing with a with an eight sixty five. Oh, but can't they? Because then they <laughs> yeah. gotta re-engineer it all over again. Yeah, That's, that is true. But I, I mean, if they if they do that, I mean, that is why uh, I said March. Okay, <laughs> because, because I have a feeling that this thing is gonna end up being a year behind. Um, when it's released, and they're still going to charge two thousand dollars for it. It, it. That's that's the type of thing that it's going to be. Samsung is very, also very much the type of company that wants to be first at everything. They they don't care if it's actually good. It's just that they they just want to be first. <laughs> that is also true. Do you think they'll right. still beat Huawei? Do you think Huawei will be able to get there first? Well, as we've talked about, Huawei has all kinds of other problems to... to yeah, that to, is true. You know, they, they, they announced it at the same time. Um, at this point, I don't know if it really matters who ships first. You know? Yeah. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Huawei's not having the same problems, so... Yeah, yeah. Huawei's as a whole other thing to deal with right now, so... Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Um... Hopefully the, the Mate X starts shipping soon because I just want to get my hands on one. I want them to send me one. I want to play with it. <laughs> I, I I would like to do that too. I, I I really like it. Oh, could you? By the way, just did you get to actually phone and unfold it yourself? Because we yes, could. I did. I, <laughs> I did I that did. before they. <laughs> I did that before they yelled at me. That we couldn't do that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting because because to unfold it. You have to like you have to like press a button on the on the side of the phone, and uh, that seemed a little weird to me. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, you have to release it because it unlocks. Yeah, yeah, and um, there's a, other things that were weird too. It was like um, first of all, the camera seemed very low resolution. Uh, I, I was going through the camera settings, and I, I don't know, it could have just been because it was a prototype or something, but it was like a six megapixel camera or something. But uh, hmm? uh, I don't I don't think I tested the camera, but it was a triple camera setup, right? Triple was it? Yeah, it was, yeah, I think it is. So it's weird that such it might have been some issues. It might have just been some issues with the camera app and uh, the settings that that it, it, that were in there. Uh, yeah, it's very early, I guess. So it's it was, it was pretty cool. It was cool. That's all. Yeah, it's yeah. It, <laughs> It is cool. It looks like, it's it's the type of thing like I really need to have it in my hands for a couple weeks to to see if it's beneficial, and to see if it, I I could really make use of it in in real life. Yeah, it, it, you need to test it out. I don't know if I'd be if I'd ever use for for the big screen either. It, it looks cool. I'm not sure if I if I'd use it. It's it's one of those things. It, it needs to find a, a use case first. Right now, people yeah. uh, companies are just really testing it. And, and that's, that's true of anything new is that is that there's no use case for it when it first comes out because it's never existed before. So, yeah, so, exactly. All right. So tell us about NVIDIA's super graphics cards. 
so I didn't write this, but basically, well, you added just, it to the list, so I did. <laughs> I did. It's all you. Because I, th I thought it was relatively interesting news. So they're basically upgrading most of their their cards, the the RTX ones. So they have these new Super Series for the 2060, 2070, and 2080. Super. They're, yeah. So <laughs> the Super Editions. Just because that's the 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 most obvious way you could say something is better. Really, just how uh, <laughs> yeah. oh, else are we gonna say things are better? You, know, you uh, can add X as a as a could be RTX twenty eighty X. That that's always the way. <laughs> but go, sorry, go on. Bad joke. <laughs> and anything, but it it does look weird on the on the design of the car. So that's that green super. More yeah, but yeah, basically they're displacing the current lineup, lineup except the 2060. They're gonna keep the 2060 around alongside the 2060 Super, right? And for everything else, the 2070 Super is going to replace the 2070, and this is the 2080 Super is going to replace the 2080, and they're gonna sell for the same price. That's cool. Premium, so that's good. Yeah. So yeah, they're increasing the performance. The memory is faster. Some of them have more CUDA cores. Um, also more obviously more RTX ops and more gigabytes per second for the 2060 and 2070. Then the 2080 also again faster memory. Actually, it has faster memory than the 2080 Ti now. So that's interesting. And. Yeah, so they're a little better. I I was I've I, I added it because I thought it was interesting that the 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 announcement of the cards. If you go to the Nvidia's page, they compare the 2060 to the 2070 and 26 uh, to the 2060 Super to the 2060 and 2070 to see like where it stands in between there, then mm. or, or something like oh, the and the um, the 2070 Super they do the same thing to compare the with the 1080 Ti and the 2070. 2080 Ti still there. There's no 2080 Ti Super. No, there isn't. And the thing I, I I thought it was interesting is that for the 2080 Super they did not do performance comparisons with anything, and I was we I, I thought that was weird because my first thought was they're they're not showing this because they don't want people to think that the 2080 Ti is useless now because like it, well, the, it's the still the top of the line. Yeah. It is, it is, but it's you know three hundred dollars more, and yeah. since the twenty eight super is now better, the, maybe they're afraid that they make people think it's not a worthy upgrade over the twenty eighty super. That was my first thought, and I saw the fact that they didn't compare the new twenty eighty super to the twenty eighty Ti or to anything really. They didn't have any frame rate numbers for the twenty eighty super. I think that that there was a problem with. RTX cards. Um, yeah, I, I've read a lot of reports that, that RTX isn't all it's cracked up to be, that the, the performance isn't really there, and there are some issues. Um, I, I've, I've enjoyed the ones I've used. Um, ray tracing is awesome. They do, they do uh, choke at certain points. I don't know. Um, you know, when, when the machine gets hot and it's under a heavy load, it does, it does struggle a little bit. And, and I bet that that they they worked out some of these issues with the hardware, and they were just like, "Hey, here's super." <laughs> yeah, um, and, yeah, and it, it looks good if you compare it. Uh, yeah, 
uh, now in some games it's actually faster than the the 1080 because you have to understand and Nvidia was fairly upfront about this and you have RTX even though they supported it natively and they they did a lot of work for it to work well frame rates are going to go down compared to the GTX mm-hmm. series because that's just how it is a real the ray tracing takes a lot of processing power right and if you look at the comparisons they have here, the, now the the super lineup is much closer to the the frame rates of the of the 1080 Ti, for example. I'm looking at the 27 super, for, 2070 super, for example. You look at the frame rates; they're either much closer or actually far ahead of the of the 1080 Ti now. So that's good, and you know they're keeping the same price point. So that should make a lot of people happy. Unless yes. you know, if we met, you actually bought a, a thirty seventy before this was announced, because that's gonna suck. <laughs> you know, it's gonna look great on an RTX twenty eighty super. <laughs> Cuphead. Cuphead. Yes, yeah. That, that, <laughs> that is the, way, the game that needs it the most. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, just, uh, you know, I, I'm joking because uh, Cuphead looks the same on an RTX twenty eighty Ti. As it does with integrated graphics, <laughs> um, but yeah. So, so uh, the the delicious last course expansion was pushed back to 2020. It was supposed to be released released in 2019, and it's been pushed back. And I don't know why we still talk about Cuphead so much, but I added this to the notes. Um, <laughs> it, it's one of those things that. Uh, I, I just I just wanted to mention that it was delayed because this game has such a long history of being delayed. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I I didn't keep up with. That. Yeah, like it showed up at E3 I think for the first time in 2014, might have even oh, wow. been 2013, and like they kept showing it every year. There was an E3 presentation of Cuphead, <laughs> and, and every year, and then they finally launched this thing uh, in fall 2017. Uh, I remember it because I, I was playing it at Ignite, and, <laughs> and uh, but but they they finally launched this thing, and then 2018 E3 comes along, and sure enough, there's a Cuphead presentation, and it's this, <laughs> it's this DLC, and um, yeah, so it's delayed again. I was surprised. I was surprised there was no Cuphead demo from E3 this year. It it just didn't feel like a Microsoft event. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, they should they should have done that. Let's just make it make the meme official. Yeah. But, uh, have you played the game? No, I am I have not because I'm scared. Uh, scared? Hard, <laughs> hard games hard games make me very frustrated. It's, so yeah, it's it's very frustrating, but it's fun. Yeah. I, I think about it. If it's on sale on the Switch or something, I'll I'll, I'll consider it. It's like a $20 game when it's not on sale. Come on. <laughs> I, I don't know. I have, I have way too many games on my Switch right now, and I haven't had time to play them. So uh, I'm going to have to delay that for a little longer. Uh, I just realized that Delicious Last Course stands for DLC. I, I don't know. I didn't know this before. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like when companies do the, those little right. sneaky... <laughs> That's very uh, sneaky. Acronyms. I think I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, I just, you know it's funny that that we still talk about the game though. Like like this this game caught so much attention when it launched, probably just just because of the graphics, and um, and now it's it's you know it's one of the hardest games out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
it's yeah. it, it's very yeah. frustrating, but it's also very satisfying when you beat a level. And like it's it's not frustrating. It's not hard because it's complicated. It's just plain hard. You know, it's uh-huh. a, it's a standard. Um, you know, two dimensional left to right. Um, you know, make it to the end of the course and usually beat a boss. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing complicated about it. I don't know. I feel like I get really mad. <laughs> yeah, you'll get know. mad. Yeah, you'll get mad. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's not very encouraging, but okay. I don't, I don't <laughs> think, I'll think about it. Um, yeah, so, that's it. What do we got for next week? Anything good? Nothing as far as I know. I don't think there yeah. are any events. I've got nothing on. on my calendar until August. <laughs> oh, yeah, because then there's... What, what's uh, next? It's Eva, right? Oh, and yeah, the one well, is in August. So, but that's oh yeah, Eva's August. in August. Yeah. yeah, and then so that means uh, this month and next month are the months of uh, of uh, pre-briefings for Eva. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's gonna be. Some oh, stuff. you know what's next week is Inspire Microsoft Inspire oh. Partner Conference. That's I knew there was something next week. Oh. Yeah, I just looked at Wait. my calendar. What do they usually announce? A lot of stuff I inspire. I don't remember. Uh sometimes, yeah, sometimes. Uh, it used to be called World Partner Conference, I think. Oh, okay. Hey, you know so, what we need to talk about? Windows what? 1.0. Oh, oh yeah, the the Twitter page for Windows at yeah. this week. Yeah, so Microsoft has been teasing uh, Windows 1.0 um, all week. And yeah. like, like there wasn't just the one promo that we wrote about at the beginning. There's been other promos that they they posted pictures of, of software from 1985, and um, yeah, no one knows what's going on because they, they changed their 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 social media handles to the Windows 1.0 logo. What do you think it is? I have no idea. Your theory was that it is a Stranger Things teaser, but they haven't gone back, and Stranger Things came out yesterday, right? Yes, it came out yesterday. I'm four episodes in. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Fast. Yeah, I, you know, that was my theory was that it's a promo. Like, you know, like Coca-Cola is, uh, they're, they're selling uh, Stranger Things packs with two cans of new Coke. Oh. Uh, which was the failed version of Coca-Cola. It sold for like 79 days in 1985. Uh, and yeah, Stranger Things season three takes place in 1985. So that was my theory. But uh, Microsoft has not announced anything. So. Yeah, and they they haven't changed it back or anything. So I, but they they're they're responding to comments, still saying like coming soon, you know. I wonder. I, I have no idea what to expect from this. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but that's it. So um, hopefully we'll have more on that next week. Hopefully. Hopefully. The, yeah. M- maybe that will be our our new segment of the podcast. Why well, after Where's Windows 1.0? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, maybe that won't be it. All right, what's your Twitter? What's your Twitter handle? Um, so I am at Indospot or I N D O S P O T. If you don't know how to spell it yet, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm at the Rich Woods, and we will catch you guys next week. All right. See you, everyone.